Welcome to Comforting Closure, Conversations with a Death Doula. I'm your host, Tracy Ariely. Each week, I bring you guests who've dedicated themselves to helping people navigate the practical, emotional, and spiritual aspects of aging, death, and grieving. Grab your favorite warm drink and settle in for an enlightening conversation that aims to demystify and destigmatize these natural, yet often unspoken aspects of our human journey. Hello, everyone. This is Tracy Ariely, end-of-life doula and founder of Comforting Closure. Today, I'm thrilled to have a remarkable guest with me. Please welcome Rosie Poliquin from Pinnacle Elite World Financial Group. Rosie's mission is to assist people in planning for unexpected circumstances, including end-of-life scenarios. She understands firsthand the importance of protecting hard-earned savings from being depleted by medical or living expenses. By providing insights and strategies, Rosie helps individuals make informed decisions well in advance, ensuring that they and their loved ones remain financially secure. Rosie's involvement in this business goes far beyond her professional expertise. She is a powerful story that drives her passion for ensuring others are well prepared for the challenges that lie ahead. Welcome, Rosie, and thank you for being here today. To start, could you tell us a little bit about what led you to become so invested in the world of later in life and end-of-life finances? Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here. And yes, I have my own story of not being financially prepared. Um, about 20 years ago, my husband passed away, and I had a one-year-old son and a seven-year-old daughter, and we were just left devastated. I didn't know what to do with finances never was taught about finances or what to do. And I ended up having to sell my house, sell our cars. We had just gotten a pool put in. So we had loans and I had to move um, about two hours away from my hometown where I grew up just so I could be a stay-at-home mom. And it took a long time for me to finally understand the importance of having a strong financial foundation. About five years ago, I came across this company and I realized that I did not have my own finances in order. And so I became a client and then I said, you know what, I'm going to be join the company and I'm also going to teach other people about money because so many people are unprepared about emergencies that could happen, sudden cases just like myself and illnesses that come up. So uh, it's definitely something that's close to my heart and I love doing. As someone who assists individuals in planning for major life events, including end of life, um, what are some key financial considerations people should keep in mind when preparing for these major life events? Well, definitely think that you should start young. The sooner, the better, because you just never know what's going to happen. And for me, my husband was 38 when he suddenly passed away just in an instant. And at that time, obviously, as a young adult, we don't think about what's going to happen in the future. We don't, we never planned. We plan for vacations. We plan for traveling and shopping and buying things for the house and the kids, but we never really want to look at what's going to happen long-term. We just don't think that way as a young person. So I say start early and then think about what uh, a budget might look like to how you're going to do that, how you're going to set that up for yourself and your family. And how does uh, planning for major life events such, you know, such as, you know, the end of life care or other major events, how does it differ from other types of financial planning? 
So we're a different kind of company. We are a non-captive agency. We find the best products that fit the client's needs. So we do some research. We first sit down with the clients, figure out what it is that they have, and then we go about researching what, how can we improve their financial situation so that they are prepared for long-term. They are prepared and have that, those funds set aside in case they become sick or in case something happens to them, they're going to have enough money to take care of themselves and their children and anybody that they leave behind. Can you discuss some specific strategies or tools that individuals can use to ensure that they're well-prepared? Definitely. Um, as I mentioned, we go through what people already have. We try to see we can improve them. But a couple good things that, that we're actually talking about today is um, like long-term care planning, right? We know that the state of California is going to implement a tax for everybody to be able to help them pay for care as they get older because we know that Social Security is running low. Medicare is also low, but so many people are aging. We've got an aging population. So those are a couple of things. Um, but again, it just depends on what the clients may already have. We go through that analysis. And by the way, it's free. So we help them figure out what it is that they're going to need. And we come up with a plan to help them get there so we know that they'll be protected later on. And many people don't know what long-term health care is. Can you just tell our viewers really quickly? Because I know until I was in my 20s, I'd never heard. Right, right. So long-term care is basically an insurance plan where in case you are to be confined into a facility, let's say you have a heart attack or a stroke or illness and you need care, you can't perform, you know, you can't um, bathe yourself or feed yourself and you need that care, long-term care um, insurance covers those costs for you so that you you can pay for it and you're not taking money out of your house. You're not selling, you know, your assets to to pay for those services. And I think most people don't realize that that is not covered by our regular uh, health care that you might get from, from your job and it's not covered by Medicare Medicaid. So it's that's correct. Everybody should have uh, their own private plan um, set up for themselves. It is one of those things that we didn't have enough any type of coverage when my husband passed away, not enough insurance, which is why I had to sell the house. And that's a very scary thing, especially for a young, you know, young family. So what are some common mistakes or pitfalls that people tend to make when planning for their future and how can they be avoided? I think that the most common mistake is a couple things. Thinking that they have lots of time, lots of time to decide. I have friends who are going, I know I need to set up my trust. I know I need to think about life insurance, right? But they just don't put time into it, into even just sitting down for a free consultation. Um, they put it off and put it off. And then before you know it, oh, somebody's had an accident you know, something's happened. And that's one of the, the biggest mistakes. The second biggest mistake is really not having enough money to budget for that because a lot of people like to travel. They go spend their money on other things. They want to buy the latest and greatest, but people are always spending money on a new iPhone or a new laptop or a new car, right? But budgeting is so important so that you can set money aside to plan, to plan ahead. Does having or how does having um, an understanding of your financial situation and goals, um, especially your financial situation of today, um, how does that play a role in that effective financial planning 
Right. So I think that, um, you know, first of all, we teach people financial literacy, financial education. It's very important for people to just get that information to start just so they can have an idea of where they are now and where they need to be. And and one of the things that we we do is we teach people where you're at now and how long it's going to take for you to save up. You know, what is that going to look like for you? And again, we do that that free consultation. But the thing that we find is, is most people don't plan to fail. They just fail to plan. So we have to get everybody to have a plan. Do you find that uh, people are, are really uncomfortable? And when they are, how do you coax them through that? Because financial planning, especially sharing uh, where you're at, I think I would think that many people don't know even where they're at financially and don't have that bigger view. Uh, how do you walk people through that? Well, I think people have to let go of that fear. You know, they're afraid that I don't want to talk to, I don't want to talk about, you know, what could happen. They just don't want to think about it. And a lot of times, sometimes we just do it by examples. For example, Prince and Aretha Franklin, they didn't have their estate plan set up, right? We just have to show people, here's what could potentially happen. If you really want to see what could happen to you, go look into a facility rehabilitation, you know, see how much it's going to cost for the care. Um, so this is why you want to want to plan ahead. And we don't really want you to go do that. But so these are some of the things that you have to think in think about and keep in mind. Like Prince and Aretha Franklin, it's taken three years for them to settle their estates. And in between that time, like their families had no access to anything. So it makes it very hard when, um, when you the family that's left behind or that has to do the caregiving is very hard on everybody all around. What are some important um, financial documents or legal considerations that individuals should prioritize when making their plans? So um, one of the things that we do, we have an affiliation with our estate attorney. There are several documents that are, you know, we don't definitely want to have maybe who you're going to have for a power of attorney. I'm not a, a, in the legal field, so I don't advise clients personally, but I leave that up to the estate attorney. Free consultation with our estate attorney. They will answer any questions about, are they going to, is a family going to do a will or a trust? What documents do you want to have in the trust? How do you want things to be laid out uh, for the trust in case something were to happen? Um, but that's definitely a consideration. Just get a free consultation. That's really the one thing that I I stress to people is just go get that free consultation. And the start of that, the, your education. Start of that, yeah, exactly. Um, so what role does insurance play in the financial planning um, and what types of insurance coverage should people consider? Well, insurance plays a huge role in being able to protect someone's, their, their health and their wealth because life insurance isn't just for when you pass away, it can be used while you're living. You can actually use some of the death benefit to pay for care, to pay for those long-term care needs, or to pay for um, your groceries, your mortgage payment. So we actually call them living benefits. So it, and it depends on each person, depends on their age and how much coverage that they want, and that's really where the analysis comes in. We help them determine how much coverage that they should have for their family, and then also how much they can um, uh, afford and budget for. So we go through that analysis with them. And um, 
But I definitely think that that's uh, something that, you know, people shouldn't just rely on having to ask friends, strangers for money to take care of those things. That's the importance of having uh, something like a, a life insurance plan, a proper one. Can you provide some insights on potential tax implications or benefits associated with this type of financial planning? Um, actually, um, some of the plans that we offer are 100% tax-free. So when you have a plan, for example, one of the plans that we have is called an Index Universal Life. It provides um, cash value, cash value growth. So you can borrow the money, take it out for your your um, costs associated with your care. You can borrow from it. You can give it away tax-free. You can pass it down to your beneficiaries tax-free. Um, and then also, if you're a business owner, some of these plans are actually a write-off, a tax deduction. So it benefits you, and you can also set up a plan for uh, a key employee. It's good to know. Mm-hmm. As individuals, how can uh, a person incorporate their personal values and goals into their financial planning? That's a great question. I think that a lot of people can, first of all, just write, start writing down what you want to have in your estate plan. That's something that the estate attorney can make sure that your wishes are met. There's also different plans where um, you can actually collect uh, journals or photos and put them in, you know, up in the cloud and um, have all these amazing things and what you want to have happen, let's say for your end of life party or something like that. You can create so many different things, but definitely start start writing it down. Make a list of, of you know, what you want to have happen, you know, if you're sick or if anything, you know, unfortunately happens to you. Can you share any success stories or examples uh, of, you know, when you guided people through? Well, thank you for asking. Yeah, actually, I consider myself a success story. Even though I got started later in life, I feel like now that I've gotten some education, received some um, some help, created some strategies and plans for myself, I can honestly say I'm no longer worried that if anything were happened to me, my ch my children are actually going to be okay. I, I used to worry that if something happened to me, I would have to depend on my children. They've already lost their dad, and I don't want that to happen to them. So now I know that I can breathe a sigh of relief. I'm comforted knowing that I'm going to be okay, and knowing that I, you know, we have a lot of success stories in our in our company where we start people on a plan, and then within a week or two weeks or even a few days something's happened to them, right? They've gotten sick or they've been diagnosed with terminal illness. And luckily, the financial services have really come to help the family. And that's so amazing to see how grateful people are that we we stuck with the client and helped them. And even when they said, I don't want to think about it now, <laughs> they've come back and they come back and they say, okay, it's time, I need to set it up. And then, you know, something like that happens a few days later. And it's just... Uh, amazing to see that these types of plans really do work. They're great strategies, but you've got to start, just start with a free consultation. Now, in this situation that you talk about where a person gets sick or, or has an accident, are you with them along the way? How does it work? Do they, does a family uh, call you and, and 
how how does it work? Well, the family will call and say, uh, "Here we have this plan. We don't know exactly what it does, or how you know how much we can get from it." Um, not necessarily, you know, our our the you know us and the agents with the family, but they will deliver the funds to the family. We have a case where our our um, broker owner has actually delivered a check at somebody's funeral, delivered checks to the children. And it's like, that's that's what we do. And we, you can give the funds right away. Um, but it is something where clients will call or their children, their beneficiaries will call and find out because the parent sometimes has, has not told the family, told the children what they've set up in their plan. They've kind of kept it secret and then the family knows after the fact, but the agents, we stay with the family, with the children. We tell them what they had. We advise them. We counsel them. And then before you know it, they're, they want to be a client too. Thank you so much for sharing your, your insights and your expertise and your stories. I really appreciate it. Um, your personal story uh, and dedication to helping others navigate these critical moments are really inspiring. Thank you Thanks so you. much. Before we wrap up, can you let our viewers know how they can reach you? Yes, the best way to reach me is through text. My phone number is 408-607-9340. And then email, somebody wants to send me a message on email, it's rosiepoliquin.wfg at gmail.com. And we'll put that in the description. Thank this you. Audio. You're, you're welcome. So planning for major life events, especially end-of-life care, is a journey that requires careful consideration and expert guidance. I encourage our listeners to reach out to professionals like Rosie who can provide the necessary support and knowledge. Thank you for taking the time to watch this. If you have any questions, please comment below or reach out to me directly. And if you found this video to be helpful, please like, share, comment, and subscribe.